Are we calling each other at the same time? Yeah, we did. Well, actually, I was trying to hang up on the wrong number that I dialed just as you were calling. And because my phone <laughs> screen is broken, uh, yeah, that's why well that done. happened. It was pretty ridiculous. The phone started vibrating immediately as I hit the uh, <laughs> That caused your fingers to slip and everything yeah. just went awry. Yes. Some might Ori. think it was the universe telling me never to pick up this phone again. Well, that would probably be better. You'd probably be happier. But would the internet be happier? Why would I care about the internet? It's brought nothing but misery to the world. <laughs> That's true. But also probably yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know the internet too well, but I'd like to say we have at least a business really? relationship. That jerk has been on my couch for like three weeks. Get a job, you fat That's dick. because you're too generous, Joel. It's true. He's eating all my Tostitos. He's always letting the the internet walk all over you. Whatever. It's fast karate for the gentleman. So did you see Watchmen? No, I have not seen Watchmen yet. Have so you seen Watchmen? You- yeah, I saw it last night. So what are you all weekend? You were like, man, haven't put my thumb up my butt in a while. What? I didn't know that was part of the podcast thing. <laughs> I know. I've, I've got vouchers. I don't anyway. go to movies on opening weekend because through AAA, I purchase movies, movie tickets at a thirty percent discount. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's I pretty get... good considering movies are like fourteen dollars now or something absurd. Well, it's it's a it comes out that it's like so we pay seventy dollars for a ten pack, so it comes out to you know you save thirty dollars on ten movie tickets. Huh. It's pretty sweet. It works out, but you can't go see anything on opening weekend. So no, I have but not what about seen Watchmen yet. A Monday I night. I think it's like the first week is all blacklisted for this stuff. We've never really huh. tried it because once you go to the movies, if they tell you that your your discount thing doesn't work, you're not going to go home. You're just going to pony up the extra $3. You, you'd rather just not take the risk. You're like, it's not worth it. I'm just going to go, could go wrong. this weekend and see it when Hooray. I know I can get in at a discounted rate well, and good see for you. Dr. Manhattan's glowing iridescent dong. Your cheap movie tickets, your car insurance, <laughs> or your rather your... Roadside, Roadside assistance. assistance, yes. Fancy. For all the flat tires I've never needed. In case I'm, I'm out there in the middle of the night on the highway in the rain, and I'm like, how will I get home? Do they show AAA. up with a bag of popcorn? Yeah. They're like, here you go. <laughs> hey, wait. You fist this out of a trash can. <laughs> trash can popcorn. Have fun with those movie tickets. No one's supposed to use those. That's just a joke. But yeah, those are actually joke movie tickets. You try and hand them to the cashier and then they give you cancer. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. How do they do that? They just like ladle out some radioactive goop into your hand. It's like you're only saying that because you're the one that got cancer. It's true. I know because I've been gooped. Otherwise, it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> what did Graziella complain that it's not funny to make fun of people who have cancer? I what? Huh? I <laughs> you mean like right now, this second? Yeah, she I thought that. I thought that's who you were responding to. I didn't stop you from making fun. No, of I was just considering. I was just continuing the narrative of the joke. Oh, okay. She doesn't like sit over my shoulder like a hawk while we're See, podcasting. I didn't, I didn't follow that that line of reasoning, so I didn't make the leap with you. I was kind of lost. 
by my side like Ozymandias's faithful companion Bubastis. Lynx, <laughs> oh, you my only maybe. friend, weird cat thing that Isn't lives it at the South Pole with me. Supposed to be a lynx, which me? is actually a real thing. Yeah, a lynx like that. A lynx is a real thing, but it doesn't look like that. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since I read the comic, but it, I would I would have sworn they called it a lynx. I don't know. It could be a lynx. Maybe it's Maybe an extinct just one. English I don't people know. Don't know what lynxes are. I think lynxes are moderately sized. I mean, they're large for cats, but it's not like a lion, you know. Yeah, I think they're they're pretty small. Let's see what Wikipedia has to say about it. Oh my gosh. Have fun wading no, says, through furry porn. <laughs> the lynx is the sexiest of cats. Uh, it just says he's a genetically engineered lynx. Maybe what does that even mean? Uh, they genetically engineered him to have those really long ears. And also changed his color and how big he was. Yeah, all those things. That's what genetic engineering is all about. Yeah, Solve but genetic engineering could be anything. If you say, like, I'm genetically pseudo-Egyptian cats. Maybe it's like, you know, you've been genetically engineered to have your body process ice cream without becoming incredibly fat, which is really the only kind of genetic engineering that matters. I support that. President Obama, <laughs> let's get that bill through Congress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Screw all this super soldier nonsense. Well, this is, that's why we're working on stem cell research, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make cells that can devour ice fat. cream. Can you please make some genetic treatments so that I'm not fat anymore? I love this rocky road. Have you tried the rocky road? Well, maybe we just finally got a leader in this country that realizes the truth. That being, we're not going to get skinny on our own. Exactly. We can't all be like Barack Obama and be, you know, athletic Svelte. and keep ourselves Sexy. in good shape into our 40s. That's crazy. What? Who, who does that? Uh, I mean, many people do. Just not us. Exactly. I would have been happy making it to 25. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But anywho, ogling our president's masculine physique is not what this podcast is all about. Well, the chick on 24 is kind of masculine. That chick on 24 is not masculine. Although she's she is got more, she's more masculine than the vice president voice. and her boss. Vice president pussy? Yes. Seriously, they just need to like splice it, <laughs> like the Clint Eastwood from, uh, oh gosh, crap, what's the name of the, El Dorado? No, not El Dorado. What am I, what's the movie that he just was in? Oh, Grand Torino? Grand Torino. Not El, yeah. Clint El Eastwood. Dorado, Can this you city of gold. Yeah. Clint Eastwood from Grand Torino in the children's movie El Dorado. That would have made that movie better. Yeah. But, like well, they just need to splice him in talking to the vice yeah. president it's like yeah shut up pussy lips <laughs> hey that's vice president pussy lips to you that guy is such a sissy there's been an explosion in the white house do not he's check like, it out he's you like guys, yeah i don't know uh, you better think about this i want to take a wait and see attitude I'm not on this really one feeling it i was kind of just asleep you guys woke me up in the middle of the night with this Terrorist garbage. And I'm still not buying into, like, this whole ideology thing, which is just, like, absurd. That, like, they would go in on a suicide mission and, like, their only purpose was to have the president say, like, America sucks and then kill her. I don't know. 
people do crazy things. I mean, it's it's yeah, the, but, to the same effect of you know kidnapping Iraq uh, soldiers in Iraq and making them read statements. Yes, but this is that's like uh, they're just thumbing their nose at him. He had one play left to make. It was the it was it was the Hague or suicide mission in the White House for him. But he's not like a uh like a religious fanatic or anything. What real he, ideology? And plus like the people at the top are never like the the crazy fanatic people. It's always the underlings. The person well, at the be top a, doesn't some sort of terrible on a narcissist mission. He's got to satisfy his pride. I don't care. I'm I can't believe that you're even worried about the motivation for the terrorists who managed to take over the White House. Well, it's just I don't believe that part. One of more it. rank in the one more wrong in the absurdity ladder that is comprising this show. <laughs> the absurdity ladder? Oh my gosh. I can't believe it the the guy that, this show went over the top when they the assassin. So anyway, to catch you up on 24, the president has been saved. She did not die. Bill that Buchanan took about four though, minutes. Did. Yeah, Spoilers. Bill Buchanan. Bill Buchanan. God rest his soul, his grizzled beard has passed to the other side. <laughs> Couldn't he have at least grabbed... Okay, so the plan was Jack like busted a pipe and flooded the safe room with gas. And he was like... Of the explosive minutes, variety. It's not like, it'll you know, be ready to blow. He's like, Bill, don't worry. I busted a stinky one in that room. If they get too close <laughs> yeah. to it, they're just going to vomit all he's over like, themselves. He's like, looks like I ate a, too many beans for dinner. Yeah, it's like, Bill, I'm ready to blow. Just point yeah. me in the direction of the nearest terrorist and punch me in the stomach. Those terrorists didn't check out my meal itinerary. It's like tonight, three bean burrito. So anyway, I love it how... So Bill's brilliant plan is... Well, he, he wants... Jack is supposed to be the one who sort of suicides into the safe room by running into it and getting them to fire a bullet at the door, which is metal, and will produce a spark, and then all the gas will blow up. I don't even think they were that specific. They were like, eh, if they shoot a bullet somewhere in that room, it's probably going to be good. Yeah. So anyway, the yeah. So instead, Bill says, "No, Jack. I heard the you know President Juma or General Juma talking to somebody who had intel on the White House. So you need to go find that person, and you're the only person who can. So I'm taking over the suicide mission. And before Jack could say no, he was like, peace." <laughs> I love it how he like holds up the gun all dramatically and just fires it straight into the air. I would yeah. at least shoot that at somebody. Why it's would like, I would at least put that guy between me and the safe room? Or yeah, you know, you've already you already tackled that dude. Just shoot into the safe room and like lay underneath that dude. Yeah. Get something between you and the explosion. You you don't have to die. But he did in grand fashion. He wasn't He's even like, like all the way in the room. He was at the threshold. Yeah, well, I mean, nobody else was in the room at all, so if they were going to get taken out, I guess it's only fair that he did. He he did have white man protective powers. <laughs> They're like, no, it's okay, you're white. It's really hard for them, those people to die on this show. Yeah, it's true. Not Curtis. Although I guess, you know, you can't... The black president in 24 survived how many assassination attempts? There were many. It, yeah, but he he still got assassinated in the end. That's true. They did the only I mean, although the guy Jack beheaded was white. Uh there's tons of dead no, white people. I mean, there's no lie that there there are dead white people in 24. But I think if you if like, you tell the main it up, characters. Uh, I don't know. I guess 
the main villains tend to die regardless. The only one who I can think that did not specifically die was the the char- the terrorist chick who punched Curtis in the face. Which, uh, or rather, who Curtis yeah. punched in the Other face. Other way around. Which, yeah, that would have oh, been so man, sad. I must have watched that gif like a thousand times. If that's the way that it happened, I would have just started crying. The like, best no, part about it is not only does he punch her as she is falling down, like he grabs her <laughs> as she's falling in order to punch her in the face, but then he lets her go and lets her fall and cocks his hand back for another punch. I think he should have given her a one-two on the he's, ground. He was just like, just in case I need it, I'm going to give her both barrels. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I got that episode just to put the gif on last week's show, but I was like, eh, now that I have it, I might as well watch it. Uh, I'd forgotten. So the terrorist chick is like, got Tony in the handcuffs, right? And she's leading him through the parking garage. And at one point, Tony tries to get cute and escape, and he does this by pummeling her with his shoulders uh, uh, uh. for, like, 30 seconds. Like, well, what's really amazing is that he manages to, like, do that to her, and he never thinks to start kicking. It's like, yeah, get her no, on the he, ground. He Use basically, feet. He pins her between himself and an SUV and then just flails his shoulders at her. And yeah, you never like like take out a kneecap, dude. Or just like really, so- really ram her into the car. Come on, Tony Almeida. This is why you need Jack to save your behind. I, I'm and just subsequently it was just not like save you or your wife's bizarre, behind. Uncomfortable man press he was doing to her. Like she was the meat meat in a Jill sandwich. Yeah. But that's all right, because he's got the power of resurrection. Except yeah. that he totally disappeared from this show. That's because he was like, that's because he took my advice. They were like, Tony, you got to turn yourself in. He was like, peace. Exactly. And Jack is now following that example. It's like, way to be a hypocrite, Jack. Yeah. The, the sure, when you have to run from the law, it's okay. Like, they don't even, like, whatever happened to the computer guy? Did he get killed? I don't know. He's just not part of the show anymore. Why isn't Jack torturing him in a hospital room? Yeah, I don't know. I guess he's still in custody. I mean, if you're already going to sick Jack Bauer on somebody, you might as well sick him on somebody you don't have in a medically induced coma. <laughs> I don't know why, like, you know, usually in these shows when they're like, he's in a medically induced coma, they're like, we can't wake him up because you don't put someone in a coma just for fun. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's not because it's more convenient. It's like, well, he talks it's a like lot. They do it to it. He was really fussy, and uh, we didn't really feel like dealing with him. Kept on asking for water. So we were just like, coma. He wouldn't drink his orange juice. It's, <laughs> they like it's a all video. cranky. <laughs> well, I don't want it. You're going to drink this orange <laughs> juice, or it's going to be intravenous. Intravenous, your face. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Kept Somebody complaining about being tortured. <laughs> yeah. Kept saying Jack Bauer attached a taser to his nuts. <laughs> Just kept shocking him over and over again until the yeah, I love it how they had to put him into a coma. It's like his nuts were extremely swollen. The only way to <laughs> yeah. have him stop Are you screaming. They were like coconuts. It's like a couple of grapefruits <laughs> down there. He never stopped screaming. That's why they put him to the coma. Doctor, will I ever walk again? I mean, yes. I just we just but had to stop the constant screaming. Nut. It was all, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> 
and we just can't deal with that, so we put him in yeah, a coma. Yeah, so while technically we didn't require the coma, it was well, we were trying to watch. Like, I mean, there was no medical Grey's reason. Anatomy that he was on. <laughs> there's no medical reason to put him in a coma, but there's no medical reason to perform surgery while high on cocaine. <laughs> and we still do that every Thursday. Exactly. Speaking of like magic things that happen in this show, that assassin was so well equipped yeah. for the job well, at hand, and all he, he had, had his- was a satchel. It's like, wow, that resident. He looks like he has a lot of stuff in that weird satchel thing. It's almost like Batman's utility belt. I won't be suspicious of him. Well, he had a PDA that performed functions as if by magic. Like it's a magic PDA. You haven't heard about those? This guy, okay. That's really why the, Steve the Jobs. Plot synopsis for those who care. And frankly, by this point, I'm assuming that half of our audience has stopped listening to the midweek show. Uh, <laughs> so the rest who are listening probably already know, but whatever. Uh, Jack's got to torture the guy he tortured last week. To get more information out of him, because the first torture wasn't enough. Yeah, if you thought torture the was illegal, just totally wait till you hear about re-torture. <laughs> and they're like, okay, Jack, you can torture him again, but it's got to be fake torture. And he's like, that's practically not even real torture. <laughs> and it's not really that fun, frankly. It's like, like, I saw Jack, like, this so- isn't supposed to be fun. And he's like, oh, yeah, then why do I have an erection? He's he's like, all right, I'm going to hand you a list of things I want to do, and then you just cross off the things that I can't. He just hands him the list. It's like, Jack, where are you going to find a shark? Maybe it's better if I cross off the things you can do. And better yet, I'm just going to tear up this list right now. I think the government has that much ink to go around. Because I think technically the moose enema would count as murder. Yeah. How many reams of paper do you have in this establishment? <laughs> it's working like, on an inkjet printer. Right. It's like 7,000 pages, Jack? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. I've got a PDF. <laughs> yeah. So listen, his wife is dead. His daughter has abandoned him. He really has no social life. For about five years. The mind wanders, let's say. Yeah. Some men take up <laughs> pornography. Jack Bauer envisioned the horrors that could be. <laughs> so I don't think you could fit a badger inside a person. <laughs> no, no, no. What See, about a clutch of baby no, no, no. badgers? See, the badger's already dead. Jack, this is just sick. <laughs> It's like, we, we, you. well, if you have a problem with that, you better just remove the whole section of animal-based <laughs> tortures. Oh, man. Because I'm not going to lie, it doesn't really get much better. <laughs> but yeah, so this assassin guy who whose PDA performs as if magically by, you know, just plugging a USB cable into a computer, immediately and compromising he's got it the, and downloading the, the blueprint. <laughs> He's got the blueprints to the hospital, like AutoCAD drawings, uh, which immediately highlight where he has to go to kill the person who's going to give away the whole terrorist conspiracy. Yeah, why do you even need a computer to tell you that? Ever heard of a medical chart? Like, Or just look for where the cop is standing. 
There's like, only yeah. one room How in this How many ward. cops could there be? He just keeps on dropping those paralyzing capsules into the wrong room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All these people are like, well, oh, man, I'm sleepy. <laughs> that was a cafeteria. Why would he be in there? Well, that if you have access to something like that, why do you even have to hide? I would walk into the hospital with a mask on. Yeah. Just be like throwing that stuff everywhere. <laughs> the it's thing like, is, like, assassin the government through. couldn't know assassin. that Jack Bauer didn't kill the witness. And, like, come on. I don't have a lot of faith in Jack Bauer these days, but I don't think that slicing a guy's neck with a broken piece of glass is really his style. Well, what's even more, like, He's really absurd. in it for the long haul. I feel like I I don't know if I'm like anticipating what the show's going to do or what it's not going to talk about. But as I was watching that scene, I'm like, no visible signs of a struggle. So the guy didn't yeah. resist at all being you know slashed with a piece of glass. He was clearly well, awake. maybe Jack put him back in the medical induced coma. Wait, he'd never do that. It wouldn't be as fun if the guy was passed out. He also wasn't a doctor. A doctor who would you know say, I'm not going to have any part in this torturing of my patient because you know. The Hippocratic Oath. and Yeah, he's like, listen, Doc, I don't have time for your Hippocratic Oath. Wake that guy like, up. That's the only oath we so have. So I can scare him to within an inch of his life. <laughs> it's like, listen, I'm not going to hurt him. I'm just going to make him pee a lot. <laughs> and based on the number I did on his nuts, he's going to need to. <laughs> yeah. I hope you just put in an iron stint. That rubber catheter is not going to keep the swelling down. It's electrocution. You probably should have went for the nuts Dude, with that taser. How how much electricity was even in that taser? That was ridiculous. Dude, he could, said that he had enough to discharge it another 128 times. That's impossible. You could power a car with that thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's Jack Bauer's alternate fuel people who I've electrocuted. There's enough charge left in this guy to make it to Ohio. Just, you know, slap him on top of your engine. <laughs> Makes sure. That's well, it's a renewable resource. Yeah, exactly. As long as people keep trying to, you know, destroy America, yeah. Jack Bauer will just, always be able to produce the the alternative you energy just put our him country in the back. Needs. You got your kid and it's in the station wagon. Kids sitting there in that back seat facing him, just shocking him. <laughs> Just give him a couple hits in the nuts every few miles to keep the battery up. Couldn't we just use the taser itself? Seems like, you know, with the heat and everything and the way energy works, you're kind of losing something by including this middleman. Yeah. I, 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 I don't understand what you're saying. You've got a guy there. Sometimes and you're not it's about value added. I'm not just delivering yeah. electricity. It's about the value of the product. You could go out and buy ground beef at the store and make a hamburger too, couldn't you? Yeah. But I'm giving you filet mignon. Oh, man. Like, I don't like Jack Bauer's America. That's it. Torture that You don't man. like America? <laughs> Guess Good. I found myself another battery. My oh, SUV Jack, no. was running on fumes. Come around the back. I've got to demonstrate my taser to you. Jack, maybe your car would be more fuel efficient if you didn't have a case of guns in the back. <laughs> Those were the days when you'd open up the back of the SUV and it'd be like the foam padding with yeah. like every gun <laughs> cut out perfectly. It's like, man, that would Jack. That a great job to have. 
Yeah. It's like the guy Cutting that cuts out, out that phone. Gun shapes. Yeah. You figure you've got a lucrative side business and hiding guns in library books too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What kind of gun do you need hidden in this book? Like somebody comes with a request. I need to hide a Magnum in a Danielle Steele first edition hardcover. <laughs> it's like that's gonna be tough. But I'm just the whole the gun hole cutter guy to make it happen. That's how you look them up in the yellow pages. <laughs> yeah, Holes exactly. cut, comma guns. <laughs> There's in actually fact, no, only there's... one guy, yeah. and nobody knows how he hasn't been arrested yet. It's like I need to disguise a sniper rifle. That's going to be a big book. <laughs> this is going to be the hardest job I've ever taken. <laughs> going to need the entire large print section to make this work. Are you opposed to Braille? Well, not really. The content of the book is hardly relevant. It's like, listen, sir, I've been cutting gun holes in books for 15 years. <laughs> Don't tell me how to do my job. If you can't sell the fact that you might be reading this book, they're going to know there's a gun in it. Yeah. The I think first I'm just going to get sing. my own book and cut a rectangle. He's like, a rectangle? <laughs> Are you crazy? You know, and then Your like, gun's he... going to be slip sliding around in there. He like he, he does it. He like finally cuts it and he just tries to sneak in, having cut just the square out of the book. The guards <laughs> look at him suspiciously and just pull him right over. I knew there was a gun in this book. He's like, ah! <laughs> I should have known. Went with the gun specialist. It's like, haven't you seen He's this card? Now the guard like He's pulls up. it out. There's a little gun hole cut in the card with a little gun in it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant. Also, uh, if I could, I'd like to revise my feelings about fear. Now that I'm at like the last level, it's actually kind of fun because there are tons of guys everywhere. Awesome. That's cool, man. Yeah, but it's seriously are, are like... you like shooting them? I'm totally shooting them. With like bullets? Totally. So you, you have turned around, you think you have a more positive reaction to it? Yeah, I think if they had managed to... I mean, I guess I could have played on a, a, gr- a higher difficulty... Although I imagine that the later levels would then be balls hard and not as much fun. Uh, but, you know, with more guys around to shoot and hide from and say things, it's yeah. a lot more fun. Because they're always saying, Do like... Do they run around? Do they flank? Yeah. Because they're flanking. I've got to know. They try to. I mean, they always shout, I'm going to flank him. And so then you just immediately, yeah. like, look to the direction that you think they're going to come from and hose it down. Enemies in first-person shooters need to... Speak on secure channels or something, or keep their voices down, or use hand signals. Half the time it doesn't matter, though, because by the end of the game, they do that cheap shooter trick where the enemies can see you from anywhere on the screen. They just immediately know where you are. So you're you're getting hit by machine gun fire that appears to be coming out of nowhere. You're like, that's well, great. That's that's awesome. I'm almost Fear dead now. Fear 2 does that? I mean, not, I mean, it took me a while to figure it out. Or there's just this one part that it was happening, and eventually I figured out where the guys were spawning from, and it wasn't that bad. But for like two tries, I just I would I would get hit, and I would turn around and look in the direction that it was coming from, and there would be no one. Like there wouldn't even be a box to hide behind. It would it appeared as if the the shots were coming from out of a corner. And also, what when I posted in the comments about that elevator thing and not being able to find my way out of the school, that's because there was a glitch. The elevator wouldn't come, so I had to... I was about to say, I was like, dude, it's not really that, like, games like that, 
if you're not going the right or if you can't find the way to go, it probably is a glitch. Yeah. It's happened to me twice, actually. Once uh, there when the, the elevator wouldn't come, so I had to restart. Well, I mean, I restarted and the elevator came on the first try. And then another time, you go into this room that's like a secret elevator. Only the first time I went into it, the secret elevator was down. So I just open up this door, which looks like any other door, and I fall into a pit. And I thought, this is the most clever trap ever devised. <laughs> they got me. Brilliant. But no. Pretty good. Pretty good, vampire ghosts from Touché, the ring. Touche, fear. Touche. <laughs> yeah, the- we played some uh, Left 4 Dead the other night. Fucking thrash people on multiplayer. It was mean. Yeah. As soon as you get a group but, of friends together, that's the most fun game to play. Uh, but it was like me and Grotz and Agrippa and Mancoon. So how much carrying was going on, <laughs> I couldn't say. But it felt good to be on the winning team. Yeah. Agrippa and Mancoon are good people. They're solid teammates. Yeah. They are pretty good at that game. And we were like, I good. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty good shooting guys. Did All I, I know how to do is get in the corner and melee. Yeah. That's a good I'm trick. Crazy about that melee. <laughs> and then start reloading your shotgun and keep meleeing. Yes, and never, never stop. let the shotgun go below one bullet. Because then you're going to be waiting a long time. But yeah, melee in that game is totally overpowered, and I complain about it always. Dude, I was also that like, I can't, we like had a resounding victory, which give them 70% of the credit, I don't know. I was really drunk. Like, (laughs) we had been WoW raiding all day. Oh my gosh. Um, And so the only way that could have been fun was with booze? I understand. We've sort of, we've exhausted a fair like the majority of the 10 man content so we were we're slowly trying to creep into the 25 man content but we only really only have like 12 people in our guild so we we're trying to pick up group the rest and uh <laughs> yeah i started out with one beer and sort of unconsciously just kept drinking faster and faster as the night went on oh no and yet you, you have to like manage these people it's oh it's so frustrating like th- the amount of idiots that play the game, it, like, makes you so thankful for, like, the people you normally play with. Because it was just, like, everything. Isn't it like, appalling? this one guy. What? Is it, it's appalling the number of idiots that are on the internet. I mean, just oh, based yeah, on just the number general. of solid and good people that you can meet. And then, you know, you find these total jerks. And you're like, how do you... Are you this way in real life? Why hasn't anybody killed you yet? Seriously. I think, like, the... The the permanence of something like WoW uh, just really exacerbates it because, you know, like every – when we play the game, there in the game there's a built-in loot system loot. where, like, when the, when the boss drops something of value, you say, like, I need that. There's basically, like, the I need that option right. and the I'll take no, it yeah. if nobody else wants it option. Yeah. And then it rolls according to those options. So we just use that when we're playing by ourselves. And it's fine. We never have a problem. But in the 25-man, basically, you delegate someone to be the person who gives it out just because you don't trust everybody to roll politely. And then you just have them roll, and then you give it to the highest one. But then people always got a bitch because they know how to play the game better than you. And they're so, like, I don't want to go too far into the details, but... There's a class, Rogue, 
and there's a class hunter. Rogue, thiefy thing with the daggers. Hunter shoots bows. They use literally the exact same stats. <laughs> like, exactly the same. They want basically the exact same things, barring a few minor differences. So when a dagger drops and the rogue in the group doesn't win it, he's like, well, that's some bullshit. That's bullshit. That's not, what the, f- what the fuck is a hunter doing with that weapon? And then, like, this guy would just not shut up. But, I mean, this was one of many. And then you just, like, have to deal with people just being idiots. It's like... Come on, guys. This entire game is about not standing in the fire. <laughs> if you're standing in the fire, you're not playing the game right. <laughs> and yet people can't figure it out. <laughs> that is, a, That could be a really, you know, that's a life lesson. Who says wow isn't teaching our children important things? Like, hey, dumbass, yeah, but that does- don't stand in a fire. Well, I'm waiting for the raid encounter they make where you do stand in the fire. And that's just going to blow everybody's mind. Whoa. They're going to be like, my whole life I ran away from the fire. And now they want me to stand in the fire. Nobody ever completes the raid. They just won't do it. They won't go in the fire. Yeah, they just can't figure it out. It's too crazy. It's like the dude last week from Crimson Wolf. Yeah. He was indoctrinated by Chairman Mao. He was like, I can't fight Mao, man. He's Mao. I can't do it. He's our benevolent leader. Nobody ever thought Chairman Mao was benevolent. That guy did. But he also made a habit of cutting young punk's eyes open with razors. So his judgment is well to be, well, just don't believe everything he says. That's all I have to say. We've got 34 minutes. You want to start in on the eight man? Yeah. Okay, who Let's get move on. I didn't know. Well, congratulations. You win the Dumbass Award. This is my first time. You're not elite enough for Molten Core. We're MC Raiders. We ain't got no life. You ain't got to tell me about the mavics. I just disenchanted one and two in Nexus. Shazra, Mag, and Sorpuron. Another Thunderstrike that no... Three. Ow. Hold on, let's do it again. <laughs> I was holding a pen in my hand. So I had to slap the the fat out of my wrist or something. I don't know. It didn't work too well. So okay. let, let's do it again. Okay, hold One. on. Let me, let me get ready. Ah, uh, no. Okay, I'm ready. This is I'm awful. Ready. One, two, three. That's a man's clap. There you Sexy go. Sexy clap. Anyway. Is that one better? <laughs>